a sense of relief, a sense of excitement to actually be here, to be done with the, the long trip, that part of it, and to be here and know you're focusing on the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I feel that we're, yeah, we had a long road trip, but that's easy to forget uh, once you get into the postseason this off day certainly helps uh, don't expect that to be too much of a factor and it is really nice to be at a, a, a good ballpark pretty familiar with it certainly recently and know that it's a strong fan base so it should be an exciting atmosphere how much difference does the day make though in regards to what's going on to get here and then having the day off yeah, I mean, it can help. I, look, I think our guys did a really good job. I know we, we didn't get the wins that you'd, you'd like to get at the end of the year, but our, our guys did a good job and felt like we did a, we worked hard to balance out the lineup, certainly the pitching and the bullpen, to get everybody as, as fresh as can be with a you know 162 season uh, before that. So very, very confident that, that their minds are fine guys are kind of where you need them to be heading into this then, especially Yanni's got some time off, Jason and Pete have pitched a little while. Yeah, yeah. Jason and Pete both threw pretty extended um, bullpens, um, simulated bullpens, kind of. Uh, Yandi, I checked with him before, or all throughout the Houston series, and we kind of had it in our mind, let's play on, on the middle game of Boston and then give him two full days off. Um, the middle game in 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 uh, Boston. Shane goes tomorrow, and as you pointed out, we made a bigger deal out of his second half than you guys have. But what do you what do you need Shane to do tomorrow? Fill up the strike zone. I mean, when we see Shane really fill up the strike zone, he's got his uh, his he has his better games. Uh, count control is huge with every pitcher. He certainly falls under that. Um, if if you know Kyle always says it, it's a, it's a sprint to two strikes. Hopefully our pitchers take that approach throughout this series. He had mixed results in the postseason last year. Yeah. How do you think that maybe benefits him, and how do you think he'll handle the stage tomorrow? Uh, the mixed results, that was on me, on, on us asking him to come back on break his routine. For a young pitcher, that's a big order. Uh, he was pretty dominant in that first game. I think that Shane, the way he handles it and the way he cares so much that he spent a lot of time probably analyzing and processing from that game four. Uh, and I actually think that all that stuff made him a better pitcher going into this year. Kevin, um, obviously Cleveland's a very good ball club, but what makes them especially challenging from your standpoint to face? Uh, I mean, look, you can compliment them on every facet. Play good defense. They're pitching. We saw all three of the pitchers. I'm guessing that we're going to see here very talented starters. Back into the bullpen is pretty dominant. Um, and then offensively, there, there's a lot of talk and a lot of compliment about lineups that don't strike out because we're kind of in the strikeout era right now. Cleveland's one of them, and you know we saw it firsthand. We played a lot of tight ball games, and when you have guys that are constantly putting pressure on you by putting the ball in play. Um, it, it presents challenges. You've got to play really clean defensively uh, when you're not picking up strikeouts. And I think we're kind of used to striking out teams. Certainly in the East, you've got some, some thunder, but with that comes strikeouts. Kevin, what's most impressed you about Tyler during his rehab process to get back, get fully healthy, um, and, and then the way that he came and, and pitched here 
couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I, honestly, probably his mental state. Uh, the last – before the injury uh, and, you know, before the main injury that shut him down, it was pretty taxing on his mind that he, he never could feel right. Um, confident that he feels right now, and I think it's relaxed him a little bit to where he can go out there and just focus on executing pitches and what's bothering him on this start or in this bullpen. Um and his overall stuff. I mean, when he's right, he's as good as anybody in baseball. Kevin, you have more experience than them postseason. Um, curious, does it? Do you think it shows up more in a longer series or shorter series, or helps in both? Yeah, their guy has more, a lot more postseason experience than me. Um, yeah, look, I, I think kind of the culture that Tito creates over there, whatever lack of experience they have. I think that his players, I'm very confident that they're going into this situation with a confident mindset. As far as we go, um, yeah, I think it's a benefit. Rather, you know, rather than it be Shane's first time, I'd rather it be his second or third appearance. Wander, Randy, uh, all of our guys. For the most of it, we've got our, our position players have experienced playoff baseball. Uh, in a short season, a short series or long, I don't, maybe a longer series might help. This Romano asking, um, offense has struggled a bit over the last month or so. Your pitching has been so good. What do you reasonably need out of your hitters in this series? Um, more contact. We need some more contact um, because while, when we struggled, I think you know maybe our contact guys weren't weren't getting their hits or started to swing and miss a little bit. Um, and, and we need Randy to be Randy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm thrilled where G-Man finished. That's a big boost for, for him and can be for us. Um, you know, I, I know Wander. I've talked to Wander and, and, and Randy. They, their eyes light up for these moments and would expect the same. That last year, I mean, they were your two best hitters. When you guys got to the ALDS, you think they kind of live up to the stage a little bit? For one for the stage. I, yes, I do. I mean, they're they're big game. They're very talented. They're talented throughout the right regular season, and it, it does feel not putting added pressure on any player, but it does feel they have that ability to take it to another level. We know how tight you and Tito are. I mean, what's it been like for you to watch all these health issues over the last three years that he's been through, and just has your relationship changed at all during all that? No, our. I think our, I would like to think our relationship probably is a little stronger. Uh, when I was with him, you know, the health, health issues weren't, weren't really there. Um, so I'm glad he's healthy, that's for sure. I'm glad he's doing better. And he's got so many people in the game that care about him that a lot of his relationships probably got better because we were constantly checking on him. He said, though, he doesn't have a lot of time to talk during the season, but were you always on him about texting or whatever, like keeping that? Checking he doesn't have time to. He says talk. he doesn't have time to talk on the phone when, during the season. Is that true? What was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we talked. <laughs> you check all your drawers and everything in the office when you first get in there to make sure there's I do. no surprises. Yeah. He's a child. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, not yet. Not yet. Not quite there yet. Pretty. Well, Frankie, I don't know yet. The, the, it was supposed to be at 11 o'clock today, so we'll, we'll find out. I'm, I'm going to call him after this. 
Kevin, in all seriousness, seriousness about Tito and the time you spent with him and played for him, what what did you glean from him as a manager that that you've used in your career? Oh man, I mean, it goes without saying he's been the most impactful person um, for me as far as baseball goes. Um, consistency, how to treat people. Um, I've said it over and over again, but being the 24th or 25th guy on the roster, uh, it's very easy to overlook that player. And Tito never did that for for me. And I watched other guys that were that way. Uh, he treated that type of player very similar to the the David Ortiz's, the, the superstars. The, that goes a long way when you know that this game's really tough and you got a guy that is uh, being consistent with you every day. Consider him like an older brother or? No, I consider him a child. <laughs> yeah, like a young toddler. Yeah. <laughs> in the postseason, uh, every team just kind of tends to go to their bullpen maybe earlier than, and deal with every little situation there. But, uh, yeah, I've been known to do that. Yeah, you yeah, so up for that time yeah. too. But uh, in this case this year, you guys have lost so many arms in the bullpen in the course of the year. As you go into the postseason now, you feel like you have that kind of depth necessary to do that if you need to, or you feel like, you know, especially as good as Shane and Brass and even Tyler Petunians have been to stay with them longer and be okay, or is that going to be a feel thing every inning as we go? Yeah, yeah. I, no. Shane McClanahan is going to pitch, hopefully, until uh, the pitch count limit is reached. Whatever Kyle and I decide, he's that good. So if, if he goes out like we expect him to do and confident he'll do, he's going to give us a good start, and maybe then our bullpen is that much set up more. Um, and very similar with Glass. He's under stricter pitch count orders just because he's coming back from injury. It's a little different this postseason. We've had postseasons where we are managing workloads of pitchers, uh, but it's a good feeling to know that Shane can go out there and provide his you know, 100, 110 pitches. That puts us in a really good spot.